Today we will be talking to Demir uh, Mamuk Cheharjik. Uh, he will correct me. He is um, a, a very prominent human rights activist, uh, former refugee uh, from the, one of the oldest towns in Bosnia Herzegovina called uh, Stolak. He has lived across um, the Europe as a refugee and finally settled in the United Kingdom, uh, the, where he, s he became one of the founding members of the Islamic um, Commission on Human Rights. Uh, has been a human rights activist for the last, uh, you know, 25 or 25 years at least, and also a politician um, of, um, with the social democratic leaning in his hometown in Stolak. Uh, and uh, he is speaking to us um, from Stolak today, at, um, the 1st of June, and he will be talking about uh, the, his own personal experience uh, the, through the, um, uh, uh, the through Bosnian, um, you know, atrocities, and uh, prior to that, um, um, under Serbian uh, government control of Bosnia, and uh, he will also give us a big picture of uh, you know the historical uh, the, uh, dynamic uh, among the um, uh, the ethnic uh, conflicts, if you will, uh, particularly you know rooted in the Second World War, uh, the against the um, or uh, the Orthodox um, uh, struggle against um, uh, the Ottoman uh, Turks domination in the region. And finally, uh, you know, he will bring us up to date on the um, international justice uh, systems and, and it's, it's extremely disappointing and narrow ruling um, uh, in the case against uh, Serbia, uh, where the International Court of Justice ruled that only the mass killing of uh, uh, the Bosniak or Muslim Bosnian men uh, up close to 8,000 uh, in the town of Srebrenica uh, constituted a genocidal act, not genocide uh, you know, uh, committed by the state of um, um, uh, Serbia. So without further ado, uh, uh, Demir, um, um, the floor is yours. And uh, maybe like, uh, you know, pronounce your name for the listeners. Dear Dr. Zani, thank you very much for the opportunity. It's so good to see you again. It's a pleasure talking to you and to your listeners. My name is Demir Mahmoud Chehaj. I am a 44-year-old, father of five, living in Stolac, Bosnia and Herzegovina. Uh, my father is uh, Bosniak from Stolac. My mother is Croatian from uh, Croatia. And this is a very important statement for myself uh, uh, because all my life, I've been uh, enriched to have uh, uh, good things from various communities. I believe that uh, it is very important to understand that there is no such a thing as a pure race. There is no such a thing uh, as uh, uh, ethnically clean or, uh, or, or uh, uh, superior to another. This is, a, this is a fascist notion that needs to be destroyed 
absolutely for humanity to have a future. Otherwise, uh, we do not have a future. This is a simple, it's because the, the more power we produce, the, 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 the faster is possibility for that self-destruction if we do not accept that we all brothers and sisters, that we all need to work together, that we need to preserve human life and appreciate those that are weaker for us. Uh, my, my journey uh, starts uh, uh, in 1976. I was born in Germany, in Duisburg, where my parents worked as um, uh, guest workers, uh, so-called Gastarbeiters, because where they came from was a poor environment and they went to Germany to earn the money. They never uh, planned to stay in Germany, so they came back. Uh, uh, roughly 11 years afterwards and set up a uh, uh, private business in in uh, in uh, Stolac in my hometown and this is another destruction of the communist the notions of no private entrepreneurship in former Yugoslavia because my father was a private entrepreneur in in a socialist system um, so th the system that I grew up or I reached my uh, teenage years was um, a system uh, that was different from the uh, Stalinist uh, um, Russian communist, but it's also very was very different from the Western capitalist uh, system. For example, we had a free education in 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 the former Yugoslavia, free healthcare for all, unemployment was zero. Um, of course, salaries were not large, but inequality was not so so much. That the system uh, was trying to keep uh, uh, everybody happy. There, there was no such a huge differences between the people. Uh, the former Yugoslavia was created as a, a, a federation of six republics: Slovenia, Croatia, Serbia, Bosnia and Herzegovina, Montenegro, and Macedonia. Uh, it came up out of struggle of the communist uh, uh, partisans, uh, uh, liberation movement in the Second World War that was fighting against the Nazis and uh, Italian fascists and their uh, collaborators, especially Croatian uh, uh, fascists uh, and, and the Serbian Chetniks or, or monarchist movement. Uh, it came out as uh, uh, winners in, in the war and it created uh, a federation of six republics. It was working fine for about 50 years until the end of the Cold War, where the uh, Soviet uh, uh, communist bloc lost as um, um, collateral damage. The Yugoslavia was pulled in, in, in this abyss of uh, uh, Berlin war, falling down on 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 the left side on on a, on a communist side so uh the, the collateral damage uh, was uh, uh, complete destruction of the federation of, of yugoslavia yeah so former yugoslavia was a federation of six republics uh, and uh, uh, various ethnic groups there were there slovenians croatian serbs montenegrins macedonians Muslims that were called at that time under constitutions were like uh, uh, nationality, you know, uh, even so that the, the, the Muslims as a nationality wanted to be connected to the Bosnia and Herzegovina that was their uh, a state from, from before. Uh, and uh, uh, this is the, the name that we got back in 1992. It's a Bosniak, you know, the people of, of, 
of Bosnia. But those various different uh, nationalities um, coexisted uh, uh, within the communist ideology that basically uh, accepted different ethnicities, different nationalities, but did not uh, uh, put the preferences to anybody. That was not what it was important in a communist system. So it worked fine until the communist system collapsed. When a communist system collapsed because of the percentage of the uh, uh, nationalities in, 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 in a federation where the Serbs were the largest nationality, nearly 40 odd percent, 44 percent of overall Yugoslavia, plus they were the largest victims in, in, in the Second World War. Uh, the genocide was committed against the Serbs in, in Yasinovas concentration camps and many other places. The genocide was uh, committed uh, by the Croatian fascist state, so-called uh, independent state of Croatia, that was uh, uh, accepted by the Nazis and the fascists. So the, as, as the winners, they uh, uh, felt that they have a largest uh, uh, moral high ground and they were struggling against the fascism the most to occupy the highest positions in an army, in, in, in diplomacy. And, and that all worked quite all right. And uh, while the communist uh, uh, middle way ideology was ruling. But when the uh, uh, Cold War uh, uh, finished, when the, the, the Eastern Bloc lost, uh, Yugoslavia collapsed and the fascist ideologies from a Second World War re-emerged, um, so-called independence movement or separation movement uh, rose up in Slovenia and Croatia. And they were met by the Yugoslav People's Army, at that time, uh, uh, fifth largest army, uh, fifth most powerful army in the world. That was because of these 50 years of Yugoslavia, uh, and, and predominance of the Serbs in, in it was controlled by the Serbs. That army was controlled by the Serbs. And the, the Serbian, Serbian nationalism used that army, used that power to try to crush a Slovenian separatist first and then to crush a Croatian separatist first. Slovenians got it easy, they go out easy because they were furthest west, uh, bordering with Austria, and the Serbs did not claim uh, ownership of that land. The Serbian, greatest Serbian fascist ideology is based on a notion that wherever there is a, a Serbian grave, that is a Serbian land. So they claimed the part of the Croatia proper, they claimed the whole of the Bosnia, they claimed all of the Montenegro, and all of the Macedonia as a, a kingdom of uh, Tsar Dusan, as a Serbian land, as the greater Serbia. So they said, if the Yugoslavia is collapsing, we're gonna create a greater Serbia. We have army, we control army. Whoever does not want to be within the greater Serbia is gonna be ethnically cleansed, kicked out, killed, or converted. So those were one third, one third, one third. Killed, kicked out, converted. Can I just inter interject here? I think like, you, you know, the, the African-American civil rights uh, icon and uh, feminist uh, intellectual, Angela Davis in the United States, uh, that she observed this sort of phenomenon, you know, for past victims of atrocities, uh, you know, whether they're, you know, Israelis, 
or the, you know the uh, um, other groups around the world they you know former victims using the past history of their own victimhood and 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 uh, turn that victimhood and historical injustice into the foundation for aggression and uh, destruction of other groups it it appeared, it sounded like uh, the serfs fit this uh, conceptual notion past victims morphing into present uh, uh, perpetrators because uh, you know what you were saying is that you know when the federalist identity which is political identity that transcended uh, narrow ethno-nationalist identities of you know like croats croats or serbians or bosnians or you know Slovak, uh, slovenians now the um, you know they the serbs inherited one of the largest or fifth largest armies or armed forces in the world after the death of marshal tito and, 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 and tito himself was not a serbian as as if i no. understand he was, he was a, a, croat. a croat yeah and then yeah. so he forged uh, through his leadership and vision this uh, functional uh, broad cosmopolitan federalist identity and political organization that collapsed along with the collapse of that federalist structure exactly went the federalist identity and in its place ethno-nationalist identities emerge and the exactly. biggest ethnic bloc acting as the big brother and uh, using its past uh, you know history of victimhood to beat up on uh, on the rest right exactly you're, you're quite right there uh, but and you we should not uh, forget that the uh, 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 german nazism rose up on a notion of uh, victimhood yeah uh, they that's claimed right, that's that right. the versailles uh, uh, agreement was uh, unjust towards the germans that the germans were unfairly treated you know so the, the hitler and the nazis rose up the passion of germans people are uh, asking for uh, justice right for, for uh, uh, fixing up what was uh, done wrong to the Germans. So the, the similar thing is happening all over the places. It's not just the Zionists in, 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 in Palestine. Well, Burma as well. The, the, the Burmese felt that, that you know, the British colonialists uh, treated us uh, unfairly by you know, facilitating the mass migration from uh, Indian subcontinent. You know, to a degree that was true, but, but you know, we are now using in Burma as the dominant Buddhist community, uh, the, the 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 past uh, you know injustices to justify the genocide against the Muslim people uh, called the Rohingya, you know it's happening in my country right now as we speak. Exactly, and so and, I can and, totally relate to what you're yeah. saying. So carry on, brother, carry on. So it, it happened in all over Europe. Bulgarians did it to the Muslims after the the the. Uh, the pulling back of Ottoman Empire. The Greeks did it to the Muslims, you know. Uh, the Turks did it to Armenians. You know, the, one of the That's first right. recorded genocides in a modern history is the genocide against Armenians. And what Armenians did to Azerbaijanis in Nagorno-Karabakh, they kicked them all out. You know, they're saying, look, we suffered hundred years ago. So what the Zionists are saying that the Jews were kicked out of uh, 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 Israel 2000 no, 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 Germany, years ago. Europe. 
no, no, the Zionists are oh, saying that's right, is that, that's right, yeah. that, you know, we have a right claim on this land because right. this was ours 2,000 years ago, you know? Yeah, the right, the right, of, the right of return. The right of return. But right. in the right of their own people, they are uh, forgetting that the fascism that they suffered, uh, uh, they, are, they, are, they are using uh, for, for, for uh, fixing the injustice that was done to them. And this, this, is, this is incredible. And this is what I worry now for Bosniaks uh, more than the pain that we are going through. Personally, uh, I would not love to see my people who have suffered so much uh, become unjust towards uh, minorities as it happens. For example, one of the uh, communities that is the most greatly discriminated in Bosnia and Herzegovina, nobody talks about them, are Romas. Roma community, gypsies, whatever you call them, they, they, they uh, have been uh, mistreated and discriminated for the last 150 years. There are about 150,000 of them living in Bosnia. It's almost like they don't exist. Everybody discriminates again. I cannot hear you. Yes, they, they, they were the second largest, but I cannot hear you. You need to, you need to rise up. I cannot hear you, Professor. In the, uh, in the, in the old racist terminology, you know, we call them uh, um, uh, gypsies. But now, like, you know, the appropriate yes. uh, the identity of uh, the name is Roma. And uh, just so yes. people understand, because uh, Roma is not as popularly known as uh, gypsy gypsies are today considered uh, you know um, a racist terminology we don't call them gypsies well, anymore well they they themselves uh, uh, defined what they are by the nation and they use the term roma which means human being that's right you know so when you call them gypsies or you know it it is like calling somebody nigger or you exactly. know it's exactly. the term. The, the, but no no we have to the respect their right of self-identity absolutely absolutely everybody's we have to yeah. respect everybody who am i to say that somebody is not what he or she says to be right right or do That's i right. get the right you know if somebody right. says i'm an alien you know right. so okay as long as you are not hurting me be right. an alien you know right. it's That's fine right. with me or, or or whatever so this notion of superiority you know uh, was uh, extinguished uh, within uh, former Yugoslavia, because there was ideology of uh, 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 class struggle. You know, this is what uh, communism is saying: is that uh, uh, a class struggle is a priority. But as as a fall of of uh, Yugoslavia happened when that system collapsed, the Serb nationalism uh, claimed the right to create a greater uh, Serbia, and this is a mythology that was. Uh, engraved by the Orthodox Church from uh, 14th century Battle of Kosovo in uh, 1389, uh, where the uh, Serbs lost the battle from, from uh, uh, Ottoman invaders, Sultan Murad, uh, but the Sultan was killed there, so the, the, the Turks did not uh, uh, enter the Serbia proper. For 600 years, they cherished the notion of victimhood. And for 600 years, they were claiming the right for revenge. So when the uh, Ratko Mladic and the Serbian forces entered Srebrenica in July 1995, you have a famous saying of Ratko Mladic. He says that after 600 years, 
we finally got the chance to take a revenge on Turks. This is how, how long, how powerful victimhood mythology right. is. Yeah. And this is what we have to teach people that if you suffer, if you suffer, if you are oppressed, you have no right to oppress others. Others. The only way is, and this is what I tell my Muslim brothers who falsely uh, interpret Islam, uh, where they don't understand that we are not allowed, we are not allowed by faith to surrender. The Rohingyas should not surrender. Death is better than surrender. When we are weak, we have to fight until we regain our dignity. When we regain our dignity, when we are strong, we need to forgive our enemies. We are not allowed to persecute weaker than us. And we are not allowed to submit to stronger than us. This is very, very important for the struggle of all people. It does not have to be Islamic. This is humanity issue. What is life without dignity? What is yeah, life we, without dignity? I mean, we, we can allow this cycle of past victims, you know, uh, the becoming like a present day or future uh, perpetrators. Exactly. You know, this exactly. has been, a, you know, the history of the last 100, 200 years, you know. Even more, even yeah, more. Yeah, long, least, longer. And, 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 yeah, um, I, I want, you know, from this, this is a good uh, point uh, from which we can, move into the more contemporary events. Uh, you know, you, you also have done massive amount of research and scholarship as well as, uh, you know, education uh, work uh, with those outside, um, you know, your country to yes. understand um, the, uh, Bos uh, the, the, the genocide against Bosniak. You know, the, there's a Muslim Bosnians are called Bosniaks. Uh, yes. Correct me if I'm if I'm yes, wrong. You're right, you're right. And also I think that in the eyes of the Serbs, Bosniaks are the descendants of the old Turks. Uh, and, you know, are a mixture of well, uh, for, for a great Serbian ideology, for a great Serbian ideology and a Serbian fascist, we are uh, Serbian renegades. Mm. We are those who renounce orthodoxy. They do not claim that we are Turks as ethnic Turks. They accept that we are Slavs, but they are saying that we uh, are the worst than Turks. We are the worst of the worst because we renounced uh, uh, our ancestors and, and, and our religion and became Muslims, which is not true. The Bosniaks itself, uh, are, uh, 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 our ancestors were the old Bosnians from the Bosnian kingdom before arrival of church that followed a Bosnian church, which was heretical church, persecuted both by the Orthodox and the Catholic. The popes even called the Inquisition movement towards the, the Bosnian uh, church. It was a, a unique church that um, had its teaching on its own. This is why so many Bosnians became Muslims when Ottomans arrived, because they were already persecuted by both Orthodox and Catholic. So for, for a very short period of time, they found 
Turks, Muslims as the liberators. So the ordinary, uneducated people find it that if they become Muslims, they will pay less taxes. They will have more civil rights. They will have a right on inheritance. They will not be killed, slaughtered, and tortured because they are of different religion. So this is why there was such a huge conversion, which did not happen with the Serbs who stuck to the Orthodox. This, this is really interesting. And if you look at the uh, the uh, the you know uh, um, the Indian subcontinent, where there are several major religious civilizations sprung up, like you know Hinduism, Buddhism. Jainism, and then when you know, of course, the Hindus ha have been all uh, for a long time the um, the most dominant uh, you know civilizational force, and then the fundamentalist Hindu uh, uh, ideologies coming back now under the uh, Prime Minister Modi and the uh, his uh, the BJP government. You know, in in you know, uh, I mean, like centuries ago, uh, a lot of lower caste uh, people, the, the so-called untouchables, they would uh, mass convert to Buddhism because uh, Buddhism uh, provided them uh, a refuge from persecution, exactly. yeah? Exactly. They were accepted, every, every human is accepted as equal. Whereas in fact, within the dominant Hindu ethos, uh, some groups are untouchable. They are lower class, they will remain lower class uh, for thousands of years, and they have remained as such. And so I think like, you know, the conversion here, uh, that has some material calculations. It's, it's almost a, you know, survival strategy uh, the, with the veneer of spiritualism, spiritualism or spirituality, yeah? And, Absolutely, and, and, and that's completely natural and normal. Uh, it, it is a human instinct to live better, to be protected, not to be persecuted, you know, and, and you choose. Why do people move from, a, from a, a, a country to country, from a town to town for a better life, not for a worse life? Nobody leaves its ha house or home somewhere where it's gonna uh, be treated worse than its home, you know? That's right. So That's it, right. it is natural, you know, all the migrations and everything, all the socialist movements or all the human happenings are moved by the same desire of individual and collectivity. Uh, better, dignified, secure, uh, safer life. Yeah, um, so, um, you know, I think like, you know, the, the Bosniak or Muslim Bosnians, uh, uh, they also demanded accountability and justice, you know, at the, um, you know, for the atrocities they suffered at the hands of, say, uh, uh, the the uh, Bosnian Serbs and uh, and uh, uh, others. Can you explain uh, what has been the reaction to the uh, you know I, I believe it was uh, two thousand seven yeah? two thousand seven International Court of Justice ruling that only the killings of uh, young Muslim men and uh, Muslim uh, you know, uh, boys at this uh, infamous place now, Srebrenica, constituted an an act of genocide, and and so what what, what has been the um, Bosniak population's reaction, and how how has that colored or influenced post genocide um, national politics in Bosnia Herzegovina and. Uh, you, I believe you are 
um, you know, chairman of a local um, the Social Democratic Party called Enough. Um, well, uh, in, 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 in a few words, um, too little, too late. Yeah? Too little because so many years passed from the genocides itself. That was in uh, 1995, July? 1995, yes. Right. That, was, that was a final culmination. The Srebrenica was the final culmination. That, that's why I'm saying it. When did it little. start? When, when did the uh, process of destruction and killings and all that start? Okay, just yesterday, on the 31st of May, we remembered a white arm, uh, white, uh, arm band day. It's a day uh, that in 1992, in a town called Priedor, Serbian forces forced all Muslims to wear white armbands. That's like, uh, you know, that's like Nazis um, exactly. requiring, ordering exactly. all the uh, exactly. you know, German Jews to wear this at uh, Judah. Yes. So in, in 31st of May, 1992, organized order for over 100,000 people was implemented. Nearly 30,000 men were put into concentration camp. Within a month and a little bit more, over three and a half thousand people were murdered. 108 children were killed in the process of cleaning up the area of non-Muslims. The others were expelled. Within a month and a half, there was not a single Muslim left there in that area size of Birmingham, for example, a little bit less than less than the Birmingham. Yeah. But you so you you fled your town as well and, uh, uh, under similar circumstances. As I, I, fled, I fled my town when I was 15 year old right. uh, with my uh, parents, with my sister, with my uh, 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 grandfather and everybody in the uh, uh, beginning of the April 1992. And we went to Croatia. We were in Croatia for one year in my mom's home. And then when the Croats and Croatia proper attacked Bosniaks as well, yeah? We had to leave Bosnia as well. So we were we had the double aggression, both from Serbia. So you you and had Croatia. to leave uh, Croatia again. We had to leave uh, Croatia again. That's your mother's because, country. Yes. It did not matter. You know, she was uh, considered a traitor. Oh, because uh, Croats, your, your father was Bosnian. Yes. So this is this is how far the fascism goes is like what the nazis were saying if your great 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 grandparents were jews you are a jew <laughs> the purity yeah. of blood has makes no sense because uh, at the end none of us is of pure blood right. it doesn't make right. sense you know we all uh, by dna are mixed somewhere some you know well, I mean, in, in the United States, particularly in the American South, you know, uh, if you've got one eighth of uh, what they consider African blood, you know, for the next eight generation, I mean, obviously for eight generations, I, you, you know, you will be considered um, uh, uh, African. You know? mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, the, it, it is within this uh, Nazi or fascist uh, racist ideology. Q, Q, you know, Q, white, Q. white supremacy. You've got one, um, I mean, one eighth of your blood from African ancestors. You're, you will be considered black or African. You know? And uh, even though you may look very white, skin white, yeah. you know. 
and so yeah. so carry on so uh, then from there you went to italy and then no, from from then on i went to kuwait i was in kuwait for one year i did my gcse's in kuwait from kuwait i moved to slovenia from slovenia to italy and from italy i went to united kingdom so i was refugee for all these times moving from country to country and not able to settle down uh, not able to sort my papers down until i arrived in the uk and uh, found a refuge with uh, with the people who i later on uh, um, got active with uh, uh, islamic human rights commission especially Mr. Masood Shajara, you met him, you, you, we were together at the conference once, and he was the person who inspired me to, to become active, to appreciate the freedom, to appreciate human dignity, to see behind the, all these uh, closed doors. Uh, and in 1994, I started researching closely into the causes and events uh, that were happening in Bosnia and Herzegovina, even so that I was not present there. But my brother got killed, uh, in in uh, uh, August 1992, uh, my father was in a concentration camp, Croatian camp, for 11 months. He was tortured for uh, four months. He was in a solitary confinement without uh, any food. He was drinking his urine and eating his feces, and all this kind of uh, you know. My cousins were tortured, and all my house was destroyed. I, I'm still rebuilding. 25 years after the the, the the war and everything, I'm still rebuilding our house and everything. Hopefully, you're gonna come and see all all this. So uh, this this is a personal story. But in 1994, I started researching why, you know, which is which is very important for a human rights activists to understand that uh, uh, this, this fascism ideology serves for a small number of elite to get rich. This is a money issue. The, the, the Rohingyas are uh, being uh, persecuted because they are weak, but they are not poor. They are sitting down on a huge riches and uh, somebody wants their riches. They are not able to resist they are not even aware what they have, but others do. So they are the, 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 those who are exterminating them are just finding ways how to commit their own people to do genocidal acts. It is, it is a, a brainwashing, uh, dehumanizing process that lasts for years, not just days, until you grow up a member of your community or your forces capable to kill children, to rape women, to mass slaughter, to, you know, just because you dehumanized their, their victim. The, the, their victims are less than a cockroaches, you know, it's like in Rwanda what was happening. But this is, this is a struggle for land, for riches, for power. It is not, it is not, it's not a, 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 a noble notion. It is not uh, something that they like to pretend uh, to be connected with the religion or, or protection. No, it's, it's a lie. It's, it's a falsehood. It's a theft. It is well, I mean, even, even, in, even in Nazi Germany. It, even you know, in Nazi Germany, I mean, yes, like the, You know, the, they, they were en engaged in like, you know, small and large scale uh, acts of theft and robbery of Jewish properties and they, also they were, like taking were, taking over uh, you know land from Poland 
you know, the while liquidating or exterminating, um, you know, the, the residents. Of, exactly. Uh, I mean, look what Nazis did. What Nazis did. They used to pull a golden teeth from the Jews. That's right. Yeah, well, they, they the, the, the teeth was deposited with the Swiss bank. Yes, they they used to they used to take your shoes and the clothes and the glasses and recycle them. No, not, not now, just that. They, even even at Auschwitz, yeah. you will see like you know hair. blonde hair. Like hair. I mean, you know, they a, used to make wigs. One, I mean, literally one ton of hair was left untransported when Auschwitz was captured by the Soviet Red Army in January 1945. So, so the same way as a white American or, or white English colonialist of America were destroying the native uh, uh, Indians because of the land, they did not hate them because of the color of skin. Right. This is something that we need to distinguish because I'm white, but I'm not white. Why am I not white? Because I'm Muslim. Right. Because I'm weak. As long as you are weak, as long as you are weak, and this is what is a powerful community, you will be persecuted by the strong. They want what you have, and they want it because you are weak, you cannot resist. Only way how to survive is to become strong and resist. Resist through the way how you're doing for the Rohingyas and how you are building through the media. It's, the resistance is not only with the, with the, with the weapons. You know, the, the, the visual presence of the issue, campaigning, uh, uh, building a brotherhood of the, the, of the noble people, is resistance as well. We can resist in the various ways. But can you imagine what would have happened to Rohingyas by now if we all kept quiet? No, of they course, I mean, like, you know, the, the, uh, the, the persecution isn't simply blow to the bodies, it's blow to the mind and propaganda, you know, it, and every single war and per, uh, persecution and, pro, and uh, atrocities are often, uh, you know, uh, preceded actually with, without faith, exception, without any exception, preceded by uh, propaganda, uh, you know, the misframing of people as cockroaches, viruses, you know, the uh, parasites, you know, the, uh, you know, all these like dehumanizing uh, metaphors. Um, the, the, can we hear from you how you view the international justice mechanism, particularly international criminal code for former Yugoslavia, ICTY, based in The Hague, uh, it was an uh, ad hoc, um, so it, you know the the yeah. code's finished now. So it, it, uh, it after a hundred, and, and then like you know the International Court of Justice ruling in two thousand seven, that only Srebrenica yeah. killing it's, it's very, were um, yeah, it, a genocidal act. It is very important to understand that uh, in the beginning the Bosnian forces did not have a chance to resist a lot. You know, we had no weapons, we had no organization. We were civilians who were organizing in the beginning. So the, when you asked me when the genocide happened, I, I, I answered you that you have a very clear example in Priedor, 31st of May, 1992. So from the beginning of the war, genocide was happening in Zvornik, in Visegrad, in Foča, in uh, uh, Bielina, in uh, Nevesinje, in, in Priedor, in Banja Luka, in 
almost all of the area that did not resist to the Serbian forces, only those areas that managed to get the resistance. So, so, so let, the genocide, let me, let me, genocide let me, was carrying on for five, for three and a half years. Yeah, let, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me get this clear so, for myself and for, the, uh, uh, for, for those who are listening. Um, 31st of May, 1992, the Serbian forces came in and overran uh, you know, different Bosnian towns. And what you were saying is that Bosnian government troops are weak and uh, inadequately uh, inadequately armed. They were not able to mount effective resistance. Therefore, the Serbian authorities and troops, yeah, this is the state of Serbia, yeah, yes, requiring local Bosniaks or Muslim population to wear white um bands that is straight from the nazi playbook you know and 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 I mean, you cannot have a any bigger evidence of the intent to commit genocide identifying and singling out only muslim bosnians to self-identify in a very visible way where white arm bands that is, to me, as a genocide scholar, is a clear manifestation of what the Serbian government troops intended to do, which is to destroy Bosniak on the basis of their Muslim identity. Am I correct? Absolutely, absolutely. Plus, in 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 the places of Prijedor, they uh, because this is the beginning of the war, and I have to say this, they marked Croats as well. There were not many Croats, but they basically said those all who are not Serbs. You know, later on, they 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 primarily focused on the Serbs because they got into alliance with the Croats about a year later on. But what I want to say is that wherever there was no resistance, genocide happened in over 50% of Bosnia and Herzegovina on the land place. So the ruling that uh, uh, based, uh, that, that says that the genocide, genocidal act happened just in Srebrenica is humiliating to the victims. It is not even a part justice because what, it, what message carries behind is saying that this was a civil war, which is not true. It was not a civil war. It was aggression by the Serbian forces, Serbian forces proper from the Serbia that uh, mobilized a number of Serbs in Bosnia-Herzegovina as its armed forces. And then in 1993, aggression by the Republic of Croatia, member of European Union that lasted for one year that mobilized the local Croats as its forces. This is the true what happened on it. But for international community to admit this would mean that they did not care about the victims. So the way how to uh, take a blame away from themselves is to say that this was a civil war. There were three sides fighting each other and they were all committing crimes. What happened in Srebrenica is an incident. Serbs got carried away, which is not true. The genocide started in April 1992, 
and the mass killing in Srebrenica was just a culmination because in those three and a, three years, the Serbian forces got so efficient in killing that the, in Sreb, what happened in Srebrenica was the, the culmination of their effort. We have to know that the, 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 the ability of Nazis to kill the Jews in concentration camp was the largest at the end of the Second World War. You know, because they learned how to do it. They became expert in killing in mass. This is why the Srebrenica is so visible because it happened so many in such a short period of time, but it was happening throughout. So uh, as, as regards to international uh, uh, court for, uh, uh, for, for justice, uh, it is a farce. It is, uh, 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 it is throwing a dust into the eyes of uh, humanity so that they can say, oh, we did something. They did nothing. They, they allow the criminals to walk away. They individualize the guilt. What that means is that if you individualize the guilt, you do not then take, uh, you individualize accountability. So you cannot face the Serbs as a nation with the crimes committed in their name. Why did they not do that with the Germans? as regards to the Nazi crimes, how did they uh, 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 collectivize the guilt in the Second World War and then collectivized accountability and went through the denazification process and they did not do that the same thing with us because we were unimportant, we were small, we were weak, we were seen as uh, 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 boredom, we were not uh, having a big uh, uh, brothers behind us. We were not, uh, you know, because let's be true: the Saudis and other so-called Muslims, uh, they were not really helping us. They were sending us Qurans when we needed the guns. Yeah, and this is the same thing that the Rohingyas should not fool themselves. Nobody will help them. They have to find a way how to help themselves first. When we found a way, because we were trapped like a cat in the corner, attacked by the two forces, we had nowhere to run away. Then we started relying on ourselves and our own forces in desperation. So we started fighting back. You know when the war in Bosnia was stopped? When the Bosnian army became strong when we were close to liberating our country. Then United States and NATO came, intervened and threatened us, threatened us that they will bomb our forces if we do not stop and start working. Then they enforced the Dayton Peace Accord that equalized all sides. So what you're, what you're saying is that, you know, when the so-called international community, particularly Western powers and also the United Nations, started to frame what was going on in Bosnian communities, which is atrocities and, and crimes of aggression, when they framed these things as simply conflict, three-way conflict, two-way conflict, both the aggressors 
and the victims of aggression were assigned moral parity. You know, you were exactly. put on a, on a simple moral plane. So everyone is like, you know, basically this Donald Trump type of, you know, bogus moral argument. All sides or two sides or both exactly. sides. Exactly. You know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. And so, so that, so so if if the atrocities you were sustaining at the hands of the Serbian troops, say as early as 1992, when your population of Muslims were marked like the Nazis marked the Jews of Nazi Germany, then of course, like it required different response from the United Nations because this was a pre-genocidal preparation exactly. that would require and obligated any state that signed the genocide convention there are about 150 of them to intervene exactly because, you know there was exactly. no state party with the strong interest commercially or strategically or moral will to stop what was going to happen or what was happening to the Bosnian Muslims, they call it a, a conflict and a war. And so you civil war. Yeah. Civil war. Yeah. Civil war. Yeah. So everyone was killing everybody. Exactly. So like you know, only like extreme incidents such as killings at Srebrenica deserve international attention. The rest doesn't require justice exactly process. that's completely exactly. false exactly and and this is this is why uh we we are so uh, uh disillusioned this is why we are dysfunctional as a state and this is why uh, uh we are so depressed and, uh, and and we fell a prey to the criminals and you know no it's completely different to what happened for example in rwanda you know in rwanda you knew who were the perpetrators of genocide. You know very clearly who the victims are, and you know very clearly who the winners are. So when everything is settled down, you know, that society, because the winners were uh, 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 benevolent, you know, they in, in a way found the strength to forgive their uh, oppressors, uh, but they received the moral justice. You know, uh, for for clearing up what happened, you know, uh, they managed to move forward the society. You know, and Rwanda is now society where you have examples of uh, 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 feminist movements, technological movements, uh, uh, progress after such a horrendous events. You know, we are walking backwards. What's the politics? What's the politics post-genocide in Bosnia Herzegovina? There is no politics. There is theft, and there is a status quo. It's divided in three ethnic groups. Dayton Peace Accord, uh, 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 that is followed as a constitution, uh, has stopped the war, and it basically said that the Serbs will have so much land, forty-nine percent. And then there will be a separation, uh, th there will be federation of Bosniak and Croats on another 51%. So the Dayton Peace Accord basically divided the country. It gave Serbs, the genocidal Serbs, 49% of the country. 
and there are no Bosniaks or Muslims living there at all now. Uh, it gave Croats what they, what they uh, uh, conquered by force, o over 30% of the, of the country. So uh, over 50% of population is living, Bosniaks, is living on less than 23, 24% of the land. Yeah? So, so there is a huge frustration. And this is why I'm worried that the Bosniaks will not turn out because of this, per, per, uh, this frustration into new oppressors, new aggressors. Yeah, you know, like the, the, the Dayton Peace Accord came about under the, uh, uh, the Bill Clinton's administration. Yes. Um, but the Americans have portrayed the Dayton Peace Accord um, uh, very favorably and positively as if the, the peace accord was what uh, gave peace and um, you know restoration of stability to the Bosniaks. Apparently, I mean, from what you are saying, uh, living there as a Bosniak uh, activist and a uh, you know political uh, leader of your uh, the party in your town, uh, the, the Americans didn't really contribute positively. The, quite the contrary. The, the peace accord divided your country and weakened uh, the uh, uh, you know, Bosniak population from recovering from the past atrocities. The Americans are colonialist power, as simple as that. They don't interfere anywhere unless they, it serves their own interest. The, the false notions that they are spreading democracy, what democracy? Let them spread democracy in the United States for their own citizens. Let them bring the prosperity to their own uh, citizens. And then they can talk uh, 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 to the rest of the world and give lectures. What my objections is with American uh, uh, policy is that they intervened only and only when uh, uh, our forces were strong enough to start defending uh, Bosnia and Herzegovina. When they intervened, they intervened uh, half-heartedly, uh, 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 blaming all as a, being a, 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 a part of the conflict and asking neighboring countries, look, the Dayton Peace uh, Accord, uh, the signatures to the Dayton Peace Accords is the president Milosevic, he is the president of Republic of Serbia, neighboring country, independent country. President Franjo Tuđman is the president of neighboring Republic of Croatia, is independent country. And President Ali Izetbegovic, president of Bosnia and Herzegovina. What are those two presidents of the neighboring countries doing signing a peace accord if they were not part of the aggression to the state? Why are well, they I mean, signing? Well, like, I you know, Milosevic ended up. Uh, uh, at the um, uh, you know in the dock um, at the because uh, there was so it, much I, evidence ICC I believe yeah but there was so much evidence against him that in 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 all honesty they they could not not taking him there was so much evidence it's like a Srebrenica his guilt was so huge but what happened he died in prison he was never sentenced so what was he poisoned. Was he, you know, why did he not face up to uh, justice? Why did he not reveal all the agreements that he had with the American administration, all, the, all these sorts of things? I will not go into conspiracy theories and things that we cannot prove. I'm only talking about the things that we can prove. If Dayton Peace Accord was fair and just, why was it then not uh, followed up 
with the statement that these two countries whose presidents were a signatures to the peace accord were part in a war on Bosnia. Otherwise, why would they signing it? Why right. would you sign something that you were not part to? Right. Why would you sign to a civil war from another country? Right. It, it could have been parties from the same country. Am I right or not? Yes. No? Yes. So, yeah. so this is this is a logical international, but nobody had the strength and force to, uh, to to put this into the global perspective, so that the human rights activists, international community, media cared about it. As soon as the Bosnia was out of uh, uh, media spotlight, nobody cared about it. Everybody forgets about it. As soon as the CNN is not reporting it anymore, it's like. It, it does not exist anymore. And what do people think? Oh, it's all fine. It's not in the news. Yeah, Brother Demir, yes. I think that's precisely the reason, uh, you know, some of us in the um, uh, human rights uh, community and the anti-genocide um, activists want to keep the uh, Bosniak perspectives and stories of how you have been treated uh, you know, uh, unfairly uh, within the international or global justice mechanism. And, uh, but I think I'm, I'm afraid this is um, about the time uh, we have. And so that we, we will come back to it. And okay. uh, 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 thank you for talking to me and uh, all the uh, best luck to your, um, you know, uh, the great uh, human rights uh, work in um, uh, Stolak. And uh, it, it will be great to see you again, um, and, and particularly in your hometown. And then we will go to Srebrenica or other places. And, uh, um, you know, you will teach me uh, about the atrocities on the ground. And we will pay homage to the uh, victims of your country's uh, genocide, including uh, your brother. And uh, thank you again. Thank you very much, Dr. Thank you all. Okay. Thanks, brother. I'm going to go now. Yeah. Is that okay? Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Um, I'll, I'll find your picture uh, from the Berlin conference and I'll we'll use it. And then the, uh, this is very, very solid and it's very good. Thanks so much. Yeah. Thank you very much. It was a pleasure. Yeah, thank you. Have a, have a great day. Okay. I'm going All to go best. now. Yeah? All yeah. the best. All yeah. the best.